Welcome to Permission to be Human, the podcast. I'm your host, Mel Finlater, mother, coach, and curator of Permission to be Human, the company and community. If you're a mom, know a mom, or want to be a mom, and you crave getting out in the world to make a difference, then you're in the right place. This is a space for moms like you to connect with yourself, your purpose, and your big audacious dreams. Because when you feel your best, you can better you, your family, and the wider world. Let's do this. In today's episode, we'll be chatting with Janelle Wakeman, who is a local mom near me. But this was my first time chatting with her, and it was so nice to hear such a real story about the challenges of life and moving during a pandemic and having a a job which she enjoys but wasn't completely fulfilling all of her needs and what she does about that. Janelle's a working mom of two young kids and she's chasing a dream of helping others gain strength, confidence, and her sense of self. She is a group fitness coach who works with the community focused on a holistic approach to overall well-being. And I really love this about her is that her story does involve weight loss and it does involve getting fit and all of those things, but it's so much more than that. It's a really holistic approach and she focuses on progress over perfection, mindset shifts, and the importance of a balanced life that includes rest and socialization as well as physical movement. So it's really like the whole package. And I really love hearing her story in this episode because she goes from not feeling so great to attending her first fitness class and crying to realizing a dream that she didn't even know she had. So if you're intrigued by the idea of not knowing your big audacious dream and it kind of landing in your lap, then this is a one to listen to you for you. All right, let's do this. Okay. Hi, Janelle. Hi. So, so nice to have you here and to meet you. I know we live on the same island on Vancouver Island and I love meeting with other people who live in the same space who are doing awesome stuff. Yeah, it's a beautiful space to live. So we're pretty lucky. We are. I feel grateful every day for for being in this space for sure. Awesome. So maybe just start with telling us a little bit about you. Sure. So I am a mom of two. I've got a little three-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl. They're pretty awesome. I've only been on the island for about two years. We've moved a lot, but this is where uh, we are now making home. We're here for the long haul. So by, I guess, education, I'm a kinesiologist and a respiratory therapist. So I work at the Couching District Hospital here. I run the pulmonary function lab. And my passion job is that I am a group fitness coach at Level Up Hub Fitness and Nutrition here in Duncan. So that is my passion job that I am currently doing. And that is way different than respiratory therapist. (laughs) But uh, it's kind of cool because I get to use my kinesiology a bit and my passion. And it's been quite a cool transition. 
That's amazing. I love that that balances so many different things, the difference between those two roles, but still some little similarities in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So tell us about how, how did you get to that point of where you are with, you've got the one job and you've got the passion job and what's that journey? Yeah. So before we moved here, uh, we lived in the Okanagan and I worked in the hospital in a super high stress environment. So 12 hours, days, nights, lots of, lots of trauma, lots of death, very high stress, very emotionally taxing. So with that job, I had a lot of where you felt like you were making a difference. You felt like what you were doing was really important. We moved here. I took a different job, way less stress, uh, no more nights, no more weekends, no more trauma. And for some reason, that transition of job, I kind of lost that sense of feeling like I was helping people. And that was really hard for me. I went through a big emotional switch with that, where I felt like that piece of needing to help people was all of a sudden gone. And it was, um, it was really hard for me. So I also went through where I was used to a job where I was moving all the time, running off my feet for 12 hours, and now I was sitting at a desk. Mm -hmm. And so that also took a toll on my body and my mental health. So the change in job, the change in town, plus in the middle of COVID, it was just a really bad trifecta. So all of a sudden I had no energy. I was not my happy self anymore. I was in a shell. I, I wasn't myself. And so I saw an ad on Facebook of all places for um, this new boot camp that was opening up. And so I thought, oh, I'm just going to go and give it a try. So I went. I cried the first day because I was like, I'm, this is so hard. Uh, but I went back and I did it again and I kept going and I, I fell in love with the class, but more so I fell in love with the process of taking care of myself and doing something for me that was, was just for me. Mm -hmm. It was separate from my family. It was separate from my job. It was something I was doing for my own mental health and my own um, overall health. And I just fell in love with how I felt every time I went. And the more I went, the I came out of my shell, I started feeling better, my energy came back. And then the owner actually approached me. And she's like, Look, I, I see something in you, I think you could be really good at this. And so she saw something in me that with the emotional and mindset and all of that, where I had kind of lost myself, I didn't see it in myself yet, but she did. And so I just started easing my way in, you know, I started showing up to class early and leading stretches and learning more and talking to her more. And then it just evolved where now I'm a coach. Amazing. <laughs> so it was really just, um, yeah, the fact that I, I fell in love with the whole process of caring for myself again. And, and I wanted to do that for other people. And so 
now here I am. I love that. And what I love about that, well, there's a few things there. One is that like many moms, we, we lose ourselves through the motherhood side, the work side of just, just life in general, in this kind of season of life, the various seasons that come with being mom and that you've found this space to kind of diversify what you're already doing and to explore and start to, like you say, fall in love with this process of self-care of taking care of you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful really fell in love with it. And I, I just, it's one of those things where I just felt like I want everyone to experience this and I want everyone to fall in love with themselves and taking care of themselves again. And how can I help? And so, so I became a coach and that's what I feel like I'm doing now is helping others in their journey to find themselves in something they love again. So it's really cool. Brilliant. Yeah. I love that. And um, as much as you're willing to, can you share a little bit about that, what that journey was like leading up to this need for self-care? Yeah, like a, like the move and transition. Yeah, anything that anything that comes up for you. I think so often we can talk about, you know, the really we can and it's so important to celebrate all these successes in our in our lives. And and I love being in the space to do that. And I want to do continue doing that throughout our conversation. And I think it's important for moms to hear that things get hard. Right. And that that's real and that's life. And we don't just jump into the I'm fit, I'm good, I'm a coach kind of world. Right. Oh, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. It was it was a really big challenge for me when when we moved you know, I new job, new town, no friends. My husband has a ton of family here, but I don't. So for me, I felt very, my husband is very supportive and my kids are amazing, but I felt pretty isolated. Yeah. Well, and a pandemic two years ago. And a pandemic. And the, the job even, I don't work with anyone. I work by myself. So I run a lab, I go in, I see patients throughout the day, but I don't have really a a group of coworkers that I can feed off of or talk to in your downtime. And so I I felt, I felt really isolated, very isolated when we moved here, the combination of all those things. And I had always identified as someone who helps people and also in my former life as as an athlete. And, and I really let all of that go. I was no longer hiking. I was no longer doing sports. I was no longer, I wasn't even going for walks with the kids anymore because we're living on a rental property. And so you didn't have to go and walk to the park. You just step outside your door and play, which was amazing. But all of a sudden, I just, I just wasn't doing any of the things I liked to do. I just really lost myself in the move. It just all sort of fell apart. And with that too, my relationship suffered a bit, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't my normal self. I wasn't feeling all the usual joy and happiness. It was a lot of stress. It was a lot of isolation. So it was a really hard time, but it it feels like a long time ago. You know, it it feels like a different, it feels like a different time altogether because we've just come so far since then. But 
Yeah, it was yeah. very isolating. Yeah, I can really identify with that. I, I don't know, uh, you probably don't know a lot of my story, but I moved here three years ago. So I moved here in March, 2020, when things Ooh. were like, shite was hitting the fan, right? Um, yeah. And I lived in England before that. So I literally had, I was far away from any one that I knew, really. I did go to university on the island, but then we left to England and we were there for 14 years. So um, all, all of what you're saying, I can really identify with just that. And I think a lot of a lot of women and moms and people in general can identify with whether it's a physical move or just a transition of some sort in their life, or frankly, just the pandemic, because that forced a transition on so many of us and our well-being has definitely suffered for it. Um, and I love that you have been able to find, I want to say that thing, but it's probably multiple things, but definitely like the, yeah. the hub has helped. Um, but that thing that, that has helped you come alive again is that's oh, my exactly. words for it. You might. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I just, I feel like it's, um, I found something outside of my family to be passionate about because I love being a mom I love my kids I love my husband but for me personally I need something else as well um, and it allows me to be a better mom and a better partner when I have something aside from just them and I feel like I'm yeah. doing doing more yeah and, and for everyone that's not necessarily for everyone some people but but for me, I find that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and, and a lot of people do. And it, like you say, everybody finds that in different places, but we are, we are ingrained to kind of want to serve as women and as moms. And sometimes the serving becomes so much that we forget to like take that space for us, whatever that might look like for, for you, it's been fitness, but I actually say fitness very loosely because I actually think it's a lot more than that. Um, way more. Yes. Yeah. So, cause I, I follow your page, um, or the, the page for, for where you work and, um, it's community is the word that actually comes out to me. Yes. That's our, our biggest thing is, uh, community mindset, and then fitness and nutrition, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and rest. <laughs> and that makes sense, right? If you were feeling, well. yeah. And it makes sense if you were feeling isolated, that going to a space where you felt connected and community and encouraged to work on yourself in all the ways that that's possible. It makes sense that that's what worked, right? Just, yes. just does. Yeah. Especially if you identified as an athlete and various things before you're kind of going back to that identity. Yeah. Going back to an earlier, earlier version of myself. Yeah. But a new, but a new earlier version of yourself. A new right? and grown. Yeah, yes. exactly. Cause we do need to go through those hard times in order to get to an even better version of ourselves. Right. Exactly. And a lot of moms um, that I talked to myself included those hard times can come in the like younger years of kids as well, where we kind of, we lose ourselves within that. We love it. It's so, so much, but at the same time are like overwhelmed and feeling um, lots of different things in that moment and need something to get us back to ourselves again, but the new version of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's amazing. What would you say to the moms that are listening into this that are maybe feeling 
in that darker place right now? I think for a lot of moms, myself included, the first step is the hardest because we have this, for some reason, I don't know why, but all the moms I talk to, we have that mom guilt where we feel that if we're doing something for ourselves, it's selfish because all of a sudden we're taking this time that could be spent with our kids or with our husbands or making sure the house is organized and we're doing something for ourselves. We all of a sudden feel selfish for that. But I think what, what we need to know and what we need to hear from other moms is that it's the exact opposite. It's actually very much needed to fill our own cups so that we can fill others. We can't continually pour into our loved ones if we're not pouring into ourselves first because we'll have nothing left to pour into them. So as much as as we might be telling ourselves or we might be hearing from outside sources that it's selfish or that we should have different priorities, um, we need to shut down those limiting beliefs and we just need to take that first step. Yeah, that's amazing. Thanks. And and I completely agree with that. And it leads me to a question. I'm curious about how has your, how your relationships with your family and your kids shifted throughout this transition for you? Honestly, one of the like proudest things is my daughter often comes with me And it's really cool to bond with her in this way. And the way she speaks now about health and physical activity and her self-love is so amazing. And I just, I couldn't be happier to see that. And it's a really neat way that her and I get to bond and, and to teach her the, you know, it's about taking care of ourselves and it's about fun and and it's about being strong and so that's been a really cool relationship change that we get this little thing we get to bond over and um my husband he's amazing he's actually really proud he he tells me all the time he's so happy for me and he's so proud of me and I think it it allows him to see me in in a different light and uh, yeah, things have been really good. Hmm. That's great. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and the word, I love that. I love that our relationships around us and with other people shift as we shift. Right. And um, sometimes to be fair, that might go the other way. If we realize that like, we're not compatible, the other person doesn't want to grow with. Um, but a lot of times that connection comes back because we have connected with ourselves and we have more to give because we've given to ourselves. Like you say, that bucket, we gotta, we gotta keep filling it for us too. Yeah, exactly. I also find, I just, I have more patience with my family when I'm able to take some time for myself during the week. And it's different than my other job, you know, my other job, it's different. Yeah. I don't know why, but this, this just feels different because it it doesn't feel like just a job. It feels like 
all these connections with community, the community are being made and it just is so um, fulfilling. Yeah. And so it just has helped me be a more patient mother and wife. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense that it would feel fulfilling, right? Like the science shows us that movement helps us connection and community is one of our highest needs. Like you've got all of these things put together, plus all the mindset stuff that, that you say you work on there. So um, yeah, that's so, so great. Yeah. And what's one thing that someone could do that is maybe feeling stuck in that, that space, like that's at that phase that you were at, at the beginning. Yeah. Even if you, you don't know what it is, that's going to set your heart on fire. Uh, Try new things. Yeah. Try something new. You never know what it might be that might connect with you. Uh, Look around your community and just see what's going on. Start being part of that community and you never know what's going to hit home for you. For some people, it might be a hobby. It might be something artistic. Who knows? But the, the first step is just exploring where you are and what's available in your community. Because um, you never know what's going to set your heart on fire unless you go and try some things. Yeah. How did it feel the first time you went to your that boot camp? The, the first time I went, I cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was so hard, <laughs> but in a good way. I cried because I was just so amazed at how much I uh, couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. And, and what made you go back then? Like, those... how did you convince yourself to go back after that? I knew I needed it. The fact that I, I struggled so much to get out the door and get there. And the fact that I hadn't, I hadn't met anyone. I hadn't done anything. I just deep inside of me, I knew I needed it. I knew I needed to change something. And I can't believe I went back. (laughs) I did. And every time it got a little bit easier. Yeah. And it, and it was just so welcoming and there was other people struggling alongside with me. So that, that made it easier. Yeah. And that's, that's nice. Right. Because ideally like we want some other beginners in there, whatever the activity might be, but especially fitness, you know, I've been definitely in settings where everybody is like just a lot more fit than I am. And I'm like, oh, I just feel really bad. And then I go to a setting where I'm maybe like the middle ground and I'm like, oh, like, actually, maybe I could do this, you know, and it's a completely different vibe. And you could, you could translate that to anything, right? Like, let's say, I don't know, we want to learn like some, an art skill, for example, and you feel like we can't draw and like, ideally some other people feel like they can't draw and it brings us together. Exactly. Or, you know, oh, I've always wanted to learn pottery, but I don't, everyone's, everyone starts off a beginner. And yeah. so I think that's all in our own heads. Um, nobody starts off good at anything. Yeah. We all have to just take that first step and, and get better. Yeah. The word that's coming to my mind is play. 
like when you say try different things and experiment, it's like play with different things. Go in knowing that like you're going to laugh at yourself. Exactly. You either laugh or you cry sometimes, right? And crying's okay too. As long as you laugh afterwards, right? That's right. Um yeah. Yeah. So the play is definitely coming to mind there. It's just play with what's possible. It's kind of like when we're kids, you know, and you don't know what what activity you're gonna like. So your parents sign you up for a bunch of different things and sometimes it doesn't land and eventually for most of us something does yeah and, and that's and a really good point know. actually because with kids like our my rule anyways with them is like if we like agree they have to agree they want to sign up for something and try it and then it's like you need to you need to put in x amount of time before you can quit right if you don't exactly. like it at the end of this term or whatever it might be then yeah that's fine it wasn't for you we can move on but you might not like it at the beginning anything right and it's funny because we all do that with our kids we all sign them up for things and encourage them to try something new and encourage them that it's okay to not be the best at something yeah but then we tend to not do that with ourselves and why why not why why do we do that yeah exactly um and then so with this podcast is is a lot about big audacious dreams for moms right and often it's it's easy for us to get in this place where that's really serious. Like that's serious business. We got to figure out what that is. And actually, if we just played with what it was, like you went to your first, first boot camp, you weren't thinking like, I think this is like my purpose in life here, right? No. You went because you're like, I need to do something. I need to get out. I need to see people and I need to move. It's like, okay, yes, exactly. let's just go do that, right? Yeah. I um, just need to get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And this looks intriguing. Okay, let's go try. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes that, yeah, sometimes we just need to add that little bit of play factor into it. And um, when we're searching for that dream, sometimes it just comes to us instead of having to search as well. Exactly. In fact, almost always. I think when people like most people I talk to, it's like, I didn't know this is what I was going to be. I didn't know this is what I was going to do. It just kind of, these things happened. And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, and we might search and search and search. And then it's when we release that instead of striving, we just allow and enjoy and, and be that it comes, but that's very difficult to do for most of us, but probably yeah. the most important. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be patient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, always it's hard (laughs) yeah Yeah. which I remind myself frequently because my five-year-old is very much still learning that skill and then I'm like Mel you're still learning that skill too (laughs) it's okay (laughs) for sure same just yeah and that that slowing down to speed up kind of side of things right sometimes we just yes need to slow down yeah yeah so if I was to ask you what what is your big audacious dream, what would you say? Yeah, my my dream is I want to inspire others the way I was inspired. I want to help others fall in love with the process of taking care of themselves so that they can feel the way I I felt 
I just, it changed my life so much for the better that I want to help be that driving force for as many lives as I can. I want to help as many men, women, moms, all of them. I want to help everyone. I want to help them find themselves. I want to help them break down barriers. I want to help people break generational cycles. I, I want to be that person who is just driving the change and impacting lives. And, and I see it happening already. And it's just so motivating to keep going and keep growing and uh, pushing because there's nothing cooler than someone coming up to you a few months in and saying, you've changed my life. I never knew I could do this. I'm a new person. And as corny as it sounds, that's my dream is to just change as many lives as possible. I love that. I love that. Right. And that just makes so much sense. If, if we could all do that, right. If we can change our, our own life and then in doing that, be changing all these other lives, like just imagine that world, right. Just be yeah. so, so amazing. Yeah. And there's, there's, I like alliteration a lot. You'll realize <laughs> what I'm about to say. So in my work, I have a uh, few values that I follow to keep myself on the right track in terms of what I'm doing. And um, it's purpose, play, possibility, people and planet. And I actually think that the work that you're doing and that you fell into here essentially is meeting all of those, right? You're meeting all of those things. There's play, there's this purpose. Cause you just described a heck of a purpose in that dream. Right. Um, and the possibility within that for yourself, but also the, the people that you're working with. And yeah, I just, I, I love all of it. I can see on your face when you're talking about the role that you're doing, that it is lighting you up, right? It is, it is sending you to the place, like such a good space for you. I've kind of already asked you my tip. I always finish on a tip that you would give to moms who are listening, who are trying to connect with themselves and trying to find that big audacious dream and just be more themselves and what tip you would give to them. You've already mentioned that just experimenting and getting out and trying things. Is there any other tips you want to give before we go? I think, I think we just all need to shut down our own limiting beliefs. Mm. We have these beliefs sometimes about ourselves. I can't do it. I'm not meant for that. I don't have time. Whatever it may be, I think we all have these limiting beliefs and we need to start talking to ourselves the way we would talk to a friend. We're such big supporters of other people. You can do it. You can do anything. And we just need to practice the habit of talking to ourselves that way talking to ourselves the way we would to our kids, the way we would to our spouse, the way we would to a friend and taking our own advice, which is the hardest thing, but it just like anything just takes practice. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that. And it's, it takes practice is the key part of that, right? Cause 
we have like our neural pathways are big and strong in there about telling ourselves things that are not particularly serving us very much, right? So it will take a little while to to shift that into something more positive or something more that just serves us better, right? Um, exactly. So I love I love that as a an example. Yeah, hmm. awesome. Um, normally I would ask, is there, so where can people find you? Say they, maybe they're local and they want to go to that group for, or anything that you'd like to say here. Yeah, we're, we're right in Duncan. Um, we're on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, but yeah, so we're level up hub fitness and nutrition. We're just, uh, right across the bridge on the way out of town on Chaster. We've got open doors, all levels welcome, all ages welcome. We had an 80 year old last week and we've got a few, um, you know, teenagers that come. We are all ages, all genders, all abilities. And yeah, we're open six days a week. Love that, amazing. And with the, um, you said your daughter comes along with you sometimes. Do do other kids tend to come? Yeah. So on Fridays, we do uh, the class I led this morning. We do a kid friendly. So it's at 9 a.m. on Fridays. And we encourage people to bring their kids. We So we do um, no bad language in the music. We turn the music levels down. So it's a little bit quieter of a class. We've got a bunch of moms who bring their babies. We've got a bunch of kids who are older who come and participate. And so we call that our kid-friendly class. And nice. it's I super fun. And some of them just sit at the, we've got a little smoothie bar that where people can sit and sometimes they just sit in color. So <laughs> yeah, whatever they're up for that day, and uh, so that's our, our Friday morning, 9 a.m. class. But we do say they're welcome anytime. Anytime people can, can you know, bring them if, if that's what works for them. We want, we want to build a really open, inclusive community. And, and a big part of that is our kids. So, yeah. Yeah, I love so that. The Reducing Friday the morning. barriers there, right? There's no excuse. Just bring yeah. them with you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lots of them just sit it sit in color, you know, or they participate. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Thank you so much, Janelle, for coming. I hope that people have been inspired by that story of, you know, noticing that we have those hard times in our lives and that coming out of them isn't easy, but is well worth it. And this is one way that you've managed to come out of it for you. So that's amazing. So thank you for sharing yeah. your story. Thank you for having me. That was great. It was so, so nice to chat with Janelle, wasn't it? And to hear her story. The themes that really stand out for me is self-compassion and surprising dreams because we so often feel like we need to know what we really want to do. And I love that hers is such a surprise. And well-being in the greater, more holistic sense, which involves movement and eating habits and socializing and community and taking time for ourselves and 
getting a dream and going for it. So I hope that was really useful for you. The business that Janelle works at, if you just happen to be on the island at any point, is called Level Up Hub in Duncan, BC on Vancouver Island. And I know I'll be visiting it soon because it really does look like so much fun. And I think I might even take my daughter along to uh, hang out or maybe even join in. So you can find Janelle over on Facebook and you can also find Level Up Hub Duncan on Facebook if you want to search on there as well as Level Up Hub Duncan on Instagram. That is it, folks. This has been Mel Finlater on Permission to be Human, the podcast. And I am so glad that you have joined us here today and hope that you have taken away some tidbits that will help you go away, connect with your big audacious dream and make that massive impact in the world that you are dying to make. If you liked today's episode, please, please, please like it, share it. Think of one person. Think of one person that you think would also like it and send it on over to them. Let's get this out there and more moms feeling like themselves, inspired, dreaming big, and out there being them. Please do head on over to find me on Facebook with Permission to Be Human or Instagram, or you can even pop me an email say hello at permission to be human always at gmail.com say hello and let me know that you listened what did you like about it i would love to hear if you didn't like it eh, i don't really want to know (laughs) just kidding you can share that if you want i would love to know however who you are let's connect let's find out what you want more of yes this is a newer podcast so i want to hear from you and i want to make it what would be useful to you As always, remember that you have permission to dream big, permission to feel big, and permission to be you. You have complete and full permission to be human. For real, you do.